The Self Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Later on, then after the bar closes, you know where we go, yeah. right? Where's you know where we're gonna go. Yeah. yeah. Hey, give us a recap of what happened uh, the last time when y'all had to hurry up and get out. Oh, the Gene Sims. Uh, yeah, well, what happened? Uh, if, you, if you could uh, run that bias again. Well, it's been, well, it was before these guys, right? You were there? You oh, the, oh, oh Mark Tapia? Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, man. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, it was just a Gene Sims uh, uh, thing. All right, we got the ones for the street. Hey, no, nah, that's the reason we came over. No. If you could hold that for us. Oh, hey, he took it from the town and country. That My lady buddy. wasn't looking. <laughs> My buddy. Hey, can you hold it? Hey, go. Uh, I can hold it, pero. It's because the, the cops were on their way. He took it from the town and country. That well, lady. let me let me tell you a story about the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Anyway. Chavilla uh, was there. No, it's in... Uh, what was that? Those Everybody was there. Al Soto, Carlos. Al Al. Chapman, Gloria. Man, I say, no fucking. By two in the morning, this is a good-looking girl, man. What does she look like? Uh, angel in blue. Angel in blue, that was her name? Yeah, well, she looked like an angel in blue. Oh, in a way. She, okay. That way, man. Uh, in a way, I licked her pussy. <laughs> wait a fucking minute. Wait, wait. Why? Keep going, keep going. Why? Why? How? Ronald Reagan? We got shot. Yeah, we had a big, big uh, fucking hey, thing. What happened the time when the guys told me to, to don't drink the, in the ice chest? I, I tore it up. I well, let's let's talk about this one first. Well, we I drank it all. Uh, I licked her pussy. And it's fucking, uh, he told us, fam. Uh, he told us. Hey, but keep going. What's going on? So, they, so these guys just uh, took me in, into the van. <laughs> Guys, this is South Congress Podcast, <laughs> episode 38. My name is Cam. And I'm Peanut. I, so, let me explain to y'all what happened, right? So, we decide that Friday night's not going to work, Saturday's not going to work. Um, I was doing the boyfriend thing. Um, Peanut was doing the family thing. And we just was like, you know, the podcast comes out every Monday. Now, <clears throat> we don't have to make it a point to get together Friday or Saturday and then turn that into like a whole thing. So we have some time, right? So uh, on <laughs> Sunday and I'm like, yo, Peanut, come through. Um, let's do the show. So he's like, okay, bet. So we're kicking it. And there's this margarita spot by my place that does like, you can buy like a half gallon of like daiquiri or margarita. Um, Pino just found out about that. So now he's making a face at me. And I got laid. But we'll talk about that in a second. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, they actually gave him a lay. Yeah. I thought we were going to have, I thought a freaky tail was coming. No, 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 no. I meant by that. He's still a virgin. So... He actually um, wants to go to the spot. So we go to the spot and we're you know, talking like guys talk. And Faye actually makes like an early dinner, late lunch. And so we're sitting really around good, the table. The and I don't know what. We'll talk about that, too, because you're a piece of shit. I don't care. Um, <laughs> we're sitting at the table and like we're just talking about like school and Peanut and Faye are exchanging war stories. And Peanut pulls out his phone and plays this video. 
uh, this this super overweight, but only like in the stomach, in a giant polo, Hispanic man, as they're sitting around like a teacher circle, who starts <laughs> telling a story about how he saw. I think she was a stripper. Yeah, they went to a strip club. Wait, but they went to a strip club, and she like an angel in blue. That that that's how that's how she looked. But let's talk about it though. Yeah, the stripper looked like an angel. Uh, depends. Like I, I'm not. That saying might be she, the last thing I would describe as. Stri- but I'm not know. saying she didn't. What I'm yeah. saying is, did she look that good? Or? No, she successfully pulled the okie doke. Oh yeah. Because he thought, like, when a stripper looks good enough to where, like, you want to take her out the strip club, uh-huh. like, you want to fix her life, she's doing her job. Yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah. Mm-hmm. There have been at least eight women in adult films that I've looked at and said, look, I can, I can, I can help her. Like, she doesn't have to do this. <laughs> we, we can be happy together. You can if make she it. Just- <laughs> so... He's telling the story. She said you're like an angel in blue. And I just knew what was coming. I knew the setup when I saw it. The one time I took, and it's funny, we're doing this a week before his birthday. So it would have been. A couple weeks. Not your birthday, selfish asshole. Oh, my bad. So I'm 32, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm seven years older than my brother. So he's 25. So he'll be 26. So his birthday's next week. I took him to ecstasy for his birthday one year. Oh, shit. How'd that and go? It was, it was great. We were fucking drunk and high as shit. There you go. It was amazing. Yeah. And then, like, there's, like, like two, like, yellow strippers who he just fell in love with. But while we were there, there uh-huh. was a guy who definitely tried to eat a stripper out on stage. Really? And she had to crab walk away from him as she was dancing to avoid his tongue. Damn. Crab walked? Reverse? And she, she was a fucking talent. Did she play football with us? Because goddamn, that's pretty good. She definitely looked great in a three-point stance. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but no, so this these things come full circle. Yeah. What's up with your man? Oh, from that? Yes, from okay. that. So, from that ridiculous story we took two okay. minutes out of the podcast to tell. So basically, just kind of give a recap. So um, like I talked about some episodes ago, uh, every year with, with the last um, the last district I was in, we always go to coaching school. Whether it's San Antonio, Houston, or Dallas, wherever it was, and that um, this is like this maybe happened like about a year or two before I um, before I started coaching there. But uh, my former roommate, he was there, so that's like that's how we got I got hold of the story first place. And what I played for y'all was a video we took about four years ago. We go visit that one guy, and we just talk bullshit, you know, whatever, just chop it up. And he's recounting the whole story where they went to um, I don't think it's there anymore, but uh, Paradise in San Antonio is where they went. And you know how they have the strippers on the little mini stages and you get the dollar, they get that little yes. dollar dance thing. So that's what he did. And, you know, she had it all in his face and he was already just kind of blitzed and fucked up. And he just decided, you know what, yellow and stuck his tongue out and licked her pussy, like he said. I, uh, <laughs> and I guess like she freaked out. Everybody else, I guess all the people that were with him kind of freaked out too. They grabbed him, you know. It's go- time to, let's listen. Yeah, it's time to go. When, you, when your man like, Look, I've I've made it clear, I think on this show, but I know with my friends, like how I feel about mm-hmm. the strip club. Like the yeah. strip club is cool if you're like twenty deep and y'all are all kicking it and you're zoned out. Mm-hmm. Like if if it's just me going to the strip club, it's gross. Yeah. Um kind of weird. Yeah, like, going solo is kind of weird. The strip club is like church. At least two or three have to be gathered for sure. there to be. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree, yeah. <laughs> So there's at least about 10 plus. No, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like, I, I think you have to understand, like, me at other people's jobs, I'm always the same way. Like, at your job, I'm going to treat you like the king because it's your job. Mm-hmm. You got to be here all day. I don't want to ruin your experience. Putting your tongue on a stripper's vagina is ruining her experience. Oh, yeah. If definitely. you weren't invited to her yeah. vagina. Matter of fact, not even just a stripper. And just anybody, any yeah, woman in general, inviting yeah. no, yourself, inviting your mouth to someone's vagina without permission. Yeah, no, I agree. Is is ninety nine percent. And uh, the, the funny thing was before that, um, what my former roommate was telling me was uh, he was saying that b- before that, I guess he was kind of you know like the strippers that they, they walk around, they sit on your lap, and basically like you know they try to work you over, you know, get some dances and all that stuff. So there's a stripper, I guess, basically was sitting with him for like an hour, hour and a half, 
and he was walking around to every guy you know that was in the group and she uh she asked my former roommate like hey like what's your boy doing and he goes oh um he's asking everybody for money <laughs> and she was like <laughs> he's that she was like oh hell no nah. you tell me like this motherfucker ain't got no money i waste an hour and a half of my time with him <laughs> so in a way i guess he kind of finessed somebody to an extent <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah i <laughs> he's I crazy he's, he's a good guy like like you know uh, even though a lot of times, like, you know, he'll be drunk and stuff. But, you know, overall, like, you know, he's actually a really good guy. You know, very knowledgeable guy, really smart guy. You know, heart of gold, but, I mean, obviously he got his issues. But he was just really drunk that night. I mean, what do you do? Uh, right? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was hilarious. It's, uh, I thought it was hilarious that, you know, he got the finesse. Guys, please. Um <laughs> Tip your strippers. <laughs> let Please. Them, let them enjoy their time. Yes. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> South Congress podcast, episode 38. Uh, we'll, we'll reset for a second. We really spent 11 minutes on that. That's fine. It's perfect, as yeah. a matter of fact. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Always. Let's talk some shop, man. All right, man. So I thought that we did a really good episode last week. Okay. I, I thought that, and, and this is like super behind the scenes, guys. So if you listen to episode 36 and you listened all the way through episode 36, I really appreciate you because I know technically how it sounded. It's like I know. Mm-hmm. So we went to the South Congress war chest, um, invested in a mixer. And so that's why episode 37 sounds so much better than episode 36. So, I looked at episode 35, yeah, which is our Live, Laugh, Love, Leave episode. Was that the one we did in the studio? At RCRD Studios. Okay. yeah. Um, which, of course, is our best sounding episode by nature of technology, right? Yeah. And it definitely. was such a drop off from that episode to the next episode. <laughs> episode 36 with the bad mix uh-huh. has like 30 more downloads than episode 35 with the good mix. Really? And both episode 36 and episode 35 were what I'd consider on the low amount of downloads. Yeah. It was still over 100 because we're still fucking awesome. Yeah. But Appreciate all of a all sudden, y'all. over the last like two days, both episodes shot up. So now like episode 36 is 70 downloads in like a day or two. So wow. you know what that means? What does that mean? One, people haven't caught on to the fact that we <laughs> that we <laughs> release episodes on Mondays yet, <laughs> um, which is cool. Yeah. And number two, um, it means that I think we are starting to figure out how to maximize our listeners' time. Yeah, like I think sure, they do sure. have like they're like us, you know. Yeah, they got nine to fives and shit. They have nine to fives. So mm-hmm. if we can give them a show on a Monday on the way to work, great. Morning if, commute or on the yeah. way back home. And if not, then they'll get to it on the weekend yeah and so that's probably going to adjust how we start to talk about stuff on this show um but no we want to thank everybody um we especially want to thank three people uh our man craig what up craig our man jason what up jason and our man de quincey what up de quincey when you say de quincey you got to be careful because i feel like because his name's de quincey like he might jump over our balcony right now and just pull up and be like, hey, it's smoke. Peanut definitely squared up. Uh, no, but I'm just no. kidding. I don't, I don't want to fight nobody. Nah, he's... Unless I have to. D is cool. D is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, we want to thank them especially <clears throat> for becoming our first three patrons on Patreon. Oh, nice. Um, So, yeah. Basically, they are helping to support this show monthly through donations, um, which is great. Um, it's like it's extra work for us, but like we like doing the extra work because we know people want it. Like mm-hmm. that, that's really cool. So, um, if you're willing I don't, to invest in us, we're definitely willing to put out the extra work for you. Yeah. I don't think that we're going to do it this week. Okay, but here's what I was thinking. I haven't told you this yet. What's up? So, Craig let us know mm-hmm. that there is a movie that he wants done. And we'll we'll get to that movie okay. um, here in the next week or two, um, but maybe we should like 
we're having a party. <laughs> we are. Here's how we tell the story. We are. So on the 27th of October, we're having a birthday party. Peanut's birthday is not the 27th. It's October 11th, correct? Or it's no, November 11th. November 10th. 10th. Yeah. yeah whatever. Eh, one day. You were born August. at some point. Yeah. So what we decided was, well, we could do a Halloween party that's Peanut's birthday party. Super spooky Halloween like party. A thing. So what we could do, we did watch a movie today. Or we watched a movie over the week. Yes, sir. And we could do that movie as a movie on the podcast mm-hmm. with people here and talk about that movie. We could. And record it. So we'll get there. I like that. But, um, no, uh, Craig and Jason and DeQuincy are great. And I think what I'm probably going to do is make them three shirts. Okay. And for the 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 low low price of nothing mm-hmm. and send them out those shirts yeah absolutely um, as as our first three supporters uh financially for the show just to show love because like you didn't have to do that like you know this thing exists um because we like to do it but you mm-hmm. guys show love and we want to yeah, show love back obviously. so we want to make sure we do that yeah we um, definitely appreciate them but yeah so housekeeping aside Let's talk about these hoes, man. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yes. I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. Um, mm-hmm. all right, what's up, man? Tell me what's going on. Nothing much. I mean, uh, like I said, we uh, had a short week. Um, had a game uh, Tuesday with, with like, I guess, uh, in-district rival middle school. We, we got that win. Then we had another game on uh, Friday. Got that win. And uh, now we're going into the stretch. We have Thursday at home against Austin Westlake. If you're not too familiar with them, powerhouse, uh, ranked in the top five in the state of Texas, probably ranked nationally now, like in the top 20, because they definitely took out another top five in the state of Texas and a top 15 um, um, team in the nation uh, by Lake Travis, beat them by 30 points, and none of us saw that happening. And we have that team coming up Thursday. So if you're in the Austin area, definitely uh, make your way to Del Valley uh, Cardinal Stadium in Del Valley, Texas. Come so sh- show some love. Cheer us on. It's going to be a hell of a game, but, you know, we're going to give it our all. New life. Yes. How does a new life feel? How's what? How does a new life feel? Feels great. I can't wait till you're still coaching in December. If we're coaching December, I'll shit. I'll put it like this. Put it like that. If we're coaching in December, I'll definitely get Jay, Craig, and DeQuincy <laughs> Pinatine Dream t shirts. <laughs> you get the Pinatine on, Dream on me, t-shirts on me. On you? Oh, that's great. I'll definitely do that. If we're I'll, coaching I'll, December. I will get them stickers specifically. There you go. Um. <laughs> Nah, man. Uh, my week's been good. my week's been weird, man. Um, kind of, it's kind of a serious conversation. Um, so you and I hung out Sunday, right? Yeah. And I don't know if I told you, but I got back on like pre workout, and I've been doing whey protein, um, which are things I've done when I was younger, mm-hmm. but. You know, I, I kind of was doing that and eating normally over the week and just I felt off like for about four days. I didn't feel like myself. I didn't feel like what I was doing was important. I didn't feel like the people around me thought I was important. I felt like super alone into myself for like three days and I couldn't even talk to anybody about it. And it's weird to say, um, Eventually it shook because I think my body adjusted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was it was kind of a crazy time. Um, what happened during that time? The Patreon thing happened. Yeah, and I'm definitely not somebody who gauges how important I am through money. But it was very nice to have people show appreciation for something I do at that point because I felt like I needed that. Yeah, like they're literally investing in us. They are. Which is, that's a great thing, you know, because it shows that they, you know, not only they appreciate the show, but they, they understand how, and, you know, we fuck around here a lot, but how serious 
not so much I take more with you because like all the work you put in, you know, a lot of people don't understand the behind the scenes, like you edit the show, you put everything together. Yeah. Like, like this is all you. Like I literally I just show up, drink, talk <laughs> shit, and I go home. Like that, that that's the end of my yeah, day. Which is really cool. Um <laughs> the fact that people do I, I think that I'm I'm not good at like hiding the things that I do. Yeah. So I think people know. At least some people, like our close circle, they know how much goes into this stuff, and they do appreciate it. Like, um, I'm glad you said that because, mm-hmm. like, we got, um, of course, the podcast is this week. Um, Special episode. Next week is it's my brother's birthday. He's coming in town, and we're doing the RCRD Studios again. So expect a video episode a uh, week after next. So that's going to be sometime during the week of the 22nd. You can expect the next. Uh, episode on youtube and facebook um on the 27th i'm actually uh recording for my next web series so that's right. gonna be ooh, that, that, it's it's crazy um the amount of work that they've put into writing this and like the stuff i'm gonna be doing is really cool so i'm very excited about that um outside of that um, you know, work's been really interesting. Registration opens up for the spring and I have my caseload and these kids are insane, but I love them and I want them <laughs> all to be like, so, so the weird thing is like, I'm the advisor for the business students. Yeah. And you know, like B Ray's our man who is super successful business guy. Hell yeah, he is. And the thing is, I know what it takes to be successful in business. Mm-hmm. Not because I'd ever do it, but we have a friend who, who did it. So I know how hard you have to work. And I know how much you have to study. The bag. Yeah. I, I know what you have to put into it. And I talk to these kids and I'm like, yo, like, you you gotta step it up. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even like I, I, I I'm really for positive reinforcement, yeah. but I'm also for honesty. And when I tell them, like, look. My man put in this many hours at the library, this many hours at the crib, this many hours in class. If this is what you want, this is what you got to do. Yeah, I remember uh, B-Ray definitely put in that work, you know, Mm -hmm. because I remember like when I go visit you, yeah, half the time losing you there. He was always studying and he was always doing stuff. Exactly. He was getting to it. So, But, you know, hey, it paid off. It's hard work. Um, And and this is, you know, it's funny. We were in our group chat and our man Josh was like, so Cam. Um, I guess it's you. You're officially done doing the you, me, and wrestling. And I was, <laughs> and I was, I wanted to punch him in his fucking face. Um, but luckily, he's like, busy stash. Yeah, no. Chris jumped in, and Chris was yeah. like, "Yo, like Cam's doing X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and also has like his personal we love life." Stash, though, we love no, him. I love him to death. But you know, still wanted to punch him in his face. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it is that thing where yeah. you um you sit back and you look at how many hours there are in the day and you're just like oh god like i i really can't do any more and luckily like wade's super understanding um he doesn't ask when the next episode's coming like when it's time to do the mainline show he checks in with me he makes sure that i'm cool like whenever i reach out to him about needing to do something it's cool he'll let me know how busy he is so okay it's, it's great to have somebody above you that knows you can't do every single thing that you want to. Yeah, that, that's a great thing. Yeah, yeah it, that, that's it's fantastic. Great. So yeah. he gets it. And so, like, that's really good. That's coming. Um, it's funny. I, I got this You Me and Wrestling episode that I really want to put out, but mm-hmm. I have to wait for it to be cleared because uh, people I know are doing very well for themselves. Okay. When you do well for yourself, um, they start to put checks and balances on the things you can do. So I kind of got to wait. Until we can make sure he's cleared to be a part of a non-mainstream show. So that's kind of all I can say. Okay, um, that works. So you tell me what you want to talk about, man. Because we got to talk about Kanye. I didn't want to talk about Kanye. But he keeps doing more shit that we got to talk about. I want to know, were you really surprised about his passcode being 0000000? Kanye West is a low information person who doesn't read. I fully believe that Kanye West thinks that he's so smart mm-hmm. that nobody would ever guess that his passcode would be zero 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 zero. I fully believe that. 
um, he was just on some bullshit. Like, I'll tell you what bothered me the most. Okay. A lot of us are friends with people that we understand other people don't have value. Also, my, my favorite part of The Office ever just happened right now. It's um, as we take a break, Idris Elba guest stars as Charles and Charles is uh, basically the new boss that David Wallace hires and he's to oversee all the branches and a few women in the office fall heads over heels for him because Idris Elba is fucking what, you know, six, two, dark skinned strong jawline you know he's that guy and yep. so all the women are like hitting on him but what the office does they always have these side interviews during the show and he looks dead at the, at the interviewer and says i'm aware of the effect that i have on women and he doesn't react from there because he knows what's up <laughs> it's great he it's fantastic it. yeah. um but back to what we were saying kanye west is not aware of the effect that he has on black people because shit like, he's just up there dabbing it up with Donald Trump, talking about how he switched the energy of the hat. He looked like a fucking asshole. Superman feeling? Like, really? <laughs> Somebody said, or it makes you feel like Superman? All right, well, put the hat on and jump out a fucking window and see what happens. <laughs> South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. The, the part that really bothered me, and I tweeted this out, and it got out there for a little bit, mm -hmm. was just like, he said that one of the reasons that he couldn't support Hillary Clinton was because he... The I'm with her made him feel emasculated. And listen, man. Wow. You and I both come from households. We come from single parent households. Yep, we both. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you can, like, and, and mine wasn't always a single parent household, but it was a single parent household. That, that's where we come from. Yeah. I think that. In different ways, our mothers are our first best friends. Me and you specifically. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Yeah, um, correct. Like we're very close with our moms and I don't feel like less of a man because I think my mom is a great person. Yeah, I don't either. Whenever I need advice, that's the first person I go to. When I think about somebody who's done well for themselves, who I want to be like. It's my mom. Like, we got a real fucking problem with people feeling like supporting women makes them less of a man. As a matter of fact, most of the people who feel like supporting women makes them less of a man, I can beat the fuck up. So, what you want? I could just beat you up. And then you'll feel like less of a man. Or you can find a friend and we can do this shit tag team style. It's way easier to just support a woman yeah. than get beat the fuck up. Definitely. Like, I, 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 this shit is crazy to me. Like, seriously. Like, think about it. You and I, right? Mm -hmm. You're guys. We're normal guys. Mm -hmm. Every woman just about in the WNBA can beat us in basketball, right? Yes. I would say every woman in the WNBA and probably and NCAA could beat us. And guess what? If you if you really went statistically, yep. most of the women in the WNBA can beat most of the men on the planet in basketball. Does that make them less of men? No. No. Like it's, it just They're better at basketball. They're just better at that thing. Yeah, than they're you. better at basketball. Okay. Like I, I might be able to beat them in checkers, but they'll beat me in basketball. Yeah. And that's the, okay. the very best checkers players who are women can beat most of the men in the world in checkers. Mm -hmm. It's not a competition. Like it's not. Yeah, I see nothing wrong with that. You don't you yeah. don't become more of a man because you can do things that women can't, 
Like, I, no, I'll say this. And this is what we're really going to get into in a second. Yeah. If you have a problem with a politician uh, based on policy, that's fine. If you don't like something morally about a politician, that's fine. Do that shit all day. But I'm with her made you feel like less of a man. You're not a man. Like if the idea of a woman leading bothers you, you're weak as shit. And I and I don't know what else to say. Like, you you know, because y'all joke about her all the time. Like Kanye West is my very favorite artist. Wasn't he very close to his mother as well? Listen, this is some shit we're gonna dead right now. Yeah. Cause I'm sick of hearing it. Yeah. This is there's this idea that even I've believed for a long time mm-hmm. that the reason that Kanye West went from being one Kanye to another is he never dealt with the death of his mom the right way. Fuck all that shit. Grow up. Scapegoat, yeah. It's been like 10 years. Get your head out your ass. Like, that's not a good excuse. Treating women poorly because your mother died still makes you a bad person. Yeah, it makes you a piece of shit. Absolutely. There's nothing else to say. Yeah. You're still a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, so stop being a piece of garbage. But again, I can tell you, like, and you know this for <laughs> a fact, I haven't heard a word off that last Kanye album. I meant what I said when I wasn't fucking with Kanye West. And I don't feel like I've lost any sleep. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything because he's full of shit. All right. So this is what I wanted to get to. Um, we're yeah. talking about politics. Okay. It looks right now. Like, WWE is not running this Saudi Arabia show that they were going to. You don't think they're going to do it? Well, when I say it doesn't look like it, Mm -hmm. they've pulled the location and the ability to buy tickets from their website. Like, over the last day or two. Now, if they only pulled the ability to buy tickets, I'd be like, okay, it's sold out. But they pulled the location. So, right now... It looks like this show will not emanate from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and they move it somewhere else. Um, maybe, but it does show that they're responding to the pressure of what's going on. Now, if you're not familiar with the story, basically, um, there was a Saudi journalist who lived in America, mm-hmm. uh, but was not an American citizen, but lived in America, who was. Um, supposed to visit a location in Saudi Arabia. He goes inside the location, right? And I always picture it like this. But yeah. he goes in there and they close the doors. His wife's like waiting outside for him. He doesn't come out for a few hours. So she leaves and comes back the next day. Still doesn't come out. Apparently, he was killed in there, chopped up with a bone saw. Oh, shit. And his remains were sent off to different locations. Wow. So... That's fucking gruesome. Yeah. Wow, that's like that's like horror movie like from the seventies yeah. type shit. God and damn. And this is supposedly, because I, I don't know all the details, from you know, by order of the Saudi royal family. Yeah. And the Saudi prince is the one on this campaign of we're changing, we're evolving, we want to affect change. Let's be friends with these American businesses and politicians and explain to them that we're looking for a different Saudi Arabia. Um, and this is the type of thing that makes that look like bullshit. Yeah. And so WWE no, was I, like, I yeah, WWE was like, yo, we getting a fucking check, dog. We getting paid. So we going. But you know what happened? What happened? What's the only way to affect rich white people? Affect their money. Stock prices. Their stock went over $100 for like the first time. Mm-hmm. Started to drop over the week. So let me ask you this. Talk to me. Okay, so knowing the McMahons, how they are. We know how they are, the kind of people they are. Like it's no secret. Yes. Does does it surprise you? Because like like to me, I kind of see them as a people that will take money over country any day. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Does So does it surprise you that... It, so what is if they put out a statement that they're 100% pulling out of the show, would it surprise you? No. And the reason being, I think that you have to understand the wrestling fan. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, And when I say that, for the most part, the wrestling fan, and I'm not talking about the person who specifically watches on Monday nights, Mm -hmm. but it's mostly white guys between 30 and 50. Okay. Like it just is, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The majority of white guys between 30 and 50 don't give a fuck about all this politics shit. Yeah. They don't care about how women feel about things. They don't care about how people of color feel about things. And that's not me judging those people. I'm just saying who they are. So it's easy to explain to them that you're all about your paper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Like it just is. But Saudi Arabia is this thing. That is the Saudi Arabian ruling party. Okay. Is who we as a country suspect of being responsible for 9 11, at least having involvement in it. Yeah. So it's already a sore point with your white male demographic 30 to 50. So when there's like evidence that they took a journalist and chopped his body up, it's hard to get away from that. You know what I'm saying? So if they decide they're pulling out, um, it would not surprise me because this thing that's happening is very public. And they know that they're able to get away with a lot of things. People ignore a lot of things. But this is something that ESPN is talking about, something that Bleacher Report's talking about, something that Deadspin's talking about, something that Sports Illustrated's talking about. So everybody knows about this, basically. It, it, they do. An and like my man okay. Wee says, like, well, they care about Saudi Arabia, but not about China. Like, I'm not one to play morality semantics. I think that different people value different things. Yeah. And so it's not... You can't say, oh, are we going to talk about this too? Because maybe that'll come later. Maybe it won't. But you grab enough white people's attention. <laughs> and you, can get, you grab enough white people's attention, anything can get yeah. canceled. You know, it's just what it is. So and, that shit can go away. And so I guess another thing to add on that, I guess what I, guess what I kind of meant to really ask was, so let's say, just kind of speaking, if the stock doesn't drop mm-hmm. for WWE, knowing all this is going on, like you're talking about a lot of outlets knowing about this. Mm-hmm. And okay, let me okay. So basically, with, with all that, so just like like basically, if the stock didn't drop, do you think they still pull out of Saudi Arabia? Um, no, I think they run it. Even with, with, say, with all the things, because I think they say it was there was too much set in motion and we couldn't stop it. I think they pull that card. Okay. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> so okay, all right. Yeah, I mean that makes sense because I mean, like I said, I, I kind of feel like people like the McMahons. Hmm. You know, that kind of have like the same kind of personality. They're always going to choose money over country kind of thing, even though they preach the the opposite. Yeah. Like country, you know, country comes first. No, they always but, want you to chant that bullshit USA yeah. shit. Yeah. Whenever a wrestler wrestles somebody brown or yellow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's I mean, we at know it's of, bullshit. Yeah. At the end of the day, like they're always going to take that money mm-hmm. over even though like if people like I guess because now even like senators are telling him like, yo. That's what happened. That's don't, crazy. Don't go over there, kind of it thing. It was like, senators that out. did it, but yeah, like, hey, to to even go the other way, like what man we was saying, like, so the senators are saying, yo, don't take this money. Them same senators ain't said nothing to all these computer companies in Silicon Valley, who get a lot of money through Saudi Arabia. Like, it's I mean, there's bullshit, yeah, and there's hypocrisy. Like, I get that. It's politics, yeah. Um. But it's still fuck that show. Yeah. Like, I didn't watch the Greatest Royal Rumble shit that they did because, and I'm not a perfect person. I'm sure I'm complicit in all kinds of bullshit that is racist or misogynistic or oppressive. Like, I'm sure. But guess what? You're not going to slap me in my fucking face with it. You know what I'm saying? Hide it from me. Respect my time. And and pull it, put a fucking smoke screen over the shit that I'm unintentionally contributing to. Yeah. I'm still not listening to no fucking R. Kelly albums. Or a Kanye West album. I'm doing my part, goddammit. I support Meals on Wheels. And I'm actually kind of surprised you haven't put the poster up yet. So Fuck good, you good, in that so poster. Good, good job on that. I'm gonna... Fuck you. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's gonna be your birthday beat down. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you with that poster. Shit, you wish. Okay. I'll fight right back real quick. 
the 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 crown jewel shit will happen right here in Pflugerville. No, nah, don't do that. We don't got enough money. So if <laughs> here's, the, here's the fucked up part. If the, if if the Saudi prince offers you ten million dollars uh, to sponsor your birthday party, what you gonna do? <laughs> you looked. You can't see Peanut. He looked up at the wall because he immediately knew where he was gonna put the chandelier. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna put this over here. Oh, Oh, so for man. four million dollars, I'll it's be the really biggest money, asshole. Money is a motherfucker, though. Yeah, man. like I can't even. Like, no, nah, that'd be I, I dirty hope, money. Couldn't even take it. I hope people understand that none of this is me. Like, I'm not judging anybody for being yeah. about their paper. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is, my, I mean, my thing will, is always but... this: just don't lie to me. Don't tell me it's one thing when it's the other. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying, like, if you're yeah, if you're straight don't up, piss with it. on my leg and tell me it's raining. Yeah. And that's all I want. Like, if you were like, you know what? Yeah, they on some bullshit, but I want this bread. <laughs> because you know what? I believe in the American dream. I don't believe in the dream that is America. You feel me? Like, yeah. I believe in hard work helping you make it. But this whole idea of everybody's working toward the same goal and we're all doing it for the greater good... A lot of times, motherfucker, that greater good is your pocket. And I'm not riding with the shit that you're talking about. So, yeah, that's enough about that. It happens. Oh, what else we got, man? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even around. know. Like I said, I, I, I feel like we're... Yo, so we're not going to talk about it all the way. Let's talk a little bit about Tales from the Hood, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit, man. Um, I definitely took time out of my day yesterday to watch it. Really quick. So we're watching like you watch the whole thing. I'm watching part of it and we get to like the third story and I look, I'm like, yo, I know that girl mm-hmm. and like Faye's sitting here with us. I'm like, yo, I know her. So one of the actresses, if you watch Tales from the Hood 2 in the third scene is a waitress at a bar we go to or was a waitress at a bar we go to. Clearly she beat that shit. Yep. She's out of here. She's Tales from the Hood too. Um, <laughs> no, nah, no doubt. Like, cause no, cause it's funny. Cause I was joking around. I was like, "Yo, I'm good enough to act in this movie. I'm absolutely good." I think enough to I think about ninety percent of people in this country were good enough to act in that movie, facts. including myself. Facts. But yeah, yes. so like millions of people are going to watch that and see her. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Um, but boy, is that movie shit. Uh, I gave it a C minus at least. Uh, C minus is not good for anything unless you're really just trying to graduate. Uh, but <laughs> no, and and it's funny. She wasn't bad. I can't. Matter of fact, mm, I don't know if kind any, of. no. Listen, I don't know if any of the acting was bad. This, but listen though, the stories are bad. The writing is bad. So I can't even evaluate your acting on that level. True, but I guess it's like kind of the way they carried it out. I was just kind of like, what the fuck? But no, you're right, though. If we do this movie as one of our 100% accurate retellings. It'll be hilarious. No, that's perfect. But let's really talk about the first scene. Okay. (sighs) Because that's kind of the crux of our conversation. Yeah. They were smart in putting that as the first one. Well, you know what's bad? Because it definitely got my attention. But this is the thing, though keep watching it's it's the best story mm-hmm. but they were not capable of telling the story the right way yeah that's no, something I agree. that really needs a lot of nuance more time and you can't can you please because they've never heard you do it can you break down the first scene please tell me what happened okay so that's <laughs> a bit like a true accurate kind of thing? No, 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 just just don't 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 feel pressed to be funny. Yeah, no, no. Just, okay. What? So basically, two friends, um they go to this like little museum. And basically the museum uh has a whole bunch of like artifacts from um from like slavery times like, you know, a bunch of like, you know, these like uh like like Jim Crow era, almost like figurines and whatnot. And so it's it's a black girl and a white girl, they're like BFFs or whatever. And basically, this, the guy comes down, I guess, who runs it and tells about the history and basically says, like, you know, hey, slavery's a fucked up time, like, that kind of stuff. And the little white girl sees a doll. 
and it happens to be a gollywog. Okay, and if you're not familiar with that, it's like a little, it's like a doll that's like looks like a rag kind of thing. Has like you know, uh, rag type hair, um, super black skin, red lips type shit. You know, big eyes, and she tells him like, "Ooh, this is so cute. I, um, I'll give you eight hundred dollars." And he's like, "No, like this is not for sale. That this is, you know, this is important stuff. Like you know, people have offered me thousands. You're not getting it." And basically. They go back later with um, her brother, who happens to be banging uh, her friend. And they go back in. They break in. They get to the doll kind of thing. And the doll ends up coming to life. And pretty much uh, kills a friend through the, um, through the what is it, that the, the door entrance? Yes. Yeah. The teeth fall down, you know, basically like, you know, kills her. He then didn't even properly chop her in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't cut her clean across, but you know, it was enough force to her basically fucked up her insides, and that's pretty much all. You know, got her out of there. And then he throws the doll, throws the brother in, in a chair, which was kind of like a, I think it was made out of. I think that like the guy was saying that the wood is made out of like a, out of blood and stuff, out of like a, so many slaves or whatever mm-hmm. on like a ship. And so he, uh, the doll, then gets the whip and just tears that ass up, basically. Gets the, gets the guy out of there. Little white girl goes to the doll. Is like, you know, I love you, golly. You're my little golly, this and this. And the doll all of a sudden becomes happy. I guess fucks shit out of her. She gets pregnant. Gives birth to a bunch of uh, gollywog dolls and dies. I mean, where, where, do, where do we... <laughs> Guys, if you just heard that, like, he's not... He's not doing that thing I do where I might change some of the facts of the story to make it more interesting. No, that's 100% accurate telling. Oh, that movie's so shit. Now, the story they were trying to tell was basically like, you know, the fetishization of black men um, with white women and their... How their desire to be with a black man can be so strong that they're willing to pay money. They're mm-hmm. willing to sacrifice their own friends, um, man, their own dignity to get what they want. Yeah. Um, because the feeling is that strong. And she definitely, as she was giving birth to like all these. Her friend was cut in half. Yep. And she told. A literal monster. I still love you. And you tried to have my favorite. and had sex with the monster on the spot. Yep. Killed her friend and her brother. And, and then, as she proceeded to give birth to like these numerous dolls. Oh my little babies, I love you. Now, the reason that this is all crazy is because literally the same week on Instagram. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit, that's right. It was a picture of a lady from Australia. Mm-hmm. Her as a white lady and her black boyfriend holding her. And she was celebrating her anniversary with her little gollywog. I now Jesus the comments Christ. were appropriate. Like I thought, I was like, wow, how heavy is this troll? That she's doing this the same week the movie comes out. Some people will get the joke, some won't, and she'll laugh all the way to the bank. Apparently, it's a coincidence because she changed it and set her IG to private. Listen, man. So they got her out of there then. Listen, man. I like Gilmore Girls. That's a good show. Their banter is funny. Like, I'm sure I've worn a pair of pro kids before. <laughs> you know, like, Natalie and Brulia has some hits. I get it. Like, you know, new kids on the block do have a lot of hits. Yeah. I understand all that. Okay. No white woman is worth your dignity. Hell, nobody in general is worth your dignity. But let's talk about white women yeah. right now. Okay, yeah. Let's no. not all lives matter this. Let's okay. be specific. Yeah. All right. Let's, yeah. No. <laughs> l- l- yeah, definitely. Let's do it. I, I don't get it, man. Like, I don't. 
Vagina is great. It's not that great. No, 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 no. But I'm just vagina is fantastic. Oh, I I agree, but still. But there's a lot of it out there that won't call you a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's oh god, like there's a lot of women who might not be of your same ethnicity and racial background that will treat you a hundred percent like a person. Yeah, and won't look at you like. A, a, a notch on a belt or a trophy in a case. They'll love you like a person. They won't treat you like the movie It's the Pest or something. However good you think she feels, there's somebody who feels the same. And they'll like, treat you with respect. I do believe that there is somebody for everybody. I, I really believe that. Yeah. I don't fault anybody for not taking the time to find that person and be with somebody who's pretty cool. I think that's cool too. What about for John Shannon? There's definitely somebody for John Shannon. Really? Oh, yeah. I hope so. It's just not who he thinks she is. Makes sense. Yeah, but I, in, in fairness, that's most of us. Um, yeah. The person that you picture in your head to be like the perfect person for you, they bitch don't want you. No. <laughs> they, they or they wants, don't exist. That bitch wants nothing to do with you. Um, man, she, she don't give a fuck about you. She doesn't even recognize your like on Instagram. <laughs> she got 235 likes she only saw 234 your shit didn't even register you're nothing um which is fine because she's not for you but no um seriously and authentically and truthfully for everybody and this is men this is women of any color race creed whatever somebody out there loves you who does not love you strictly on the box that you check off. And they'll let you love the box. Thoroughly. See, I had to sum it up real quick. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, man, we hit right about an hour. What else we need to get off? I mean, that's really about it. You know, just again, uh, if you didn't hear it earlier, we are having the special episode uh, this coming Saturday. Um, it's, it's going to be, we're going to tape it. It's going to be better qualities. We have back at a permanent RCRD studios. And this time we are going to get some pizza. <laughs> Peanut really wants his fucking some pizza. home slice pizza. Shout out to home slice pizza. What up? Yeah, y'all? that is coming. Um, home slice pizza. Um, yeah, it's about it, man. South Congress podcast episode 38. Nobody you love has ever worn the number 38. Somebody's going to definitely get on something about the notes. Um, but that's fine for peanut. Mm hmm. Cameron, it's a South Congress podcast, and we're out. Bye. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. 